Hi, you are listening to Queer Invasion Radio with me, Susie Sheeler. And me, Screamish Joy. And we're here. And we're queer. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> right on. There's queerness everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Screamish, I have to ask you a question. Yes. What does that say on your shirt? It says, boo. <laughs> is it followed by a who no no but it, i mean after after this week's debate it could be um, <laughs> now i am wearing this shirt in honor of october and in honor of our theme for october which is scary politics no i'm teasing our theme for october is politics but we are bringing kick-ass politics to our show this week. We are bringing month. some hardcore women who are in politics to come speak with us. So uh, speaking of politics, what, uh, what kind of politics are we discussing? There are so many. We've got yeah. women, state, and uh, local representatives this month. Yeah, you know, I think we should start with the big high level stuff um, and work our way down to kind of what's going on here locally. And, okay. You know, maybe we can we can end with another brief recap of our upcoming guests. Okay. Uh, just to remind everybody what to look forward to. But yeah, we all know from a political perspective, um, you know, we were hit pretty hard. With, we were. We were. With that a, was with a pretty hard loss this month. A woman who uh, created a lot of firsts for us. Mm -hmm. um, we're still still creating firsts, um, which I think is too late for women to be creating firsts. This should have happened a long time ago. And uh, she fought like hell for us. And, and she wore the most amazing collars that actually <laughs> had meaning behind them. Every single yeah. collar had a meaning behind it, which I found absolutely fascinating one was dissent and one was agreement and it was just it, it, and there was one she always wore when she would uh have to present the decision just very you know classy woman yeah. so so of, of course we're speaking of the, the great Ruth, justice ruth bader ginsburg bader. that's right i think everybody right. I, we should have said that's, that but <laughs> you know it's okay it's okay i think it's you know i think she's so iconic and and what and and so just the so just the power of the symbolism she created in mm -hmm. our lifetime that, that she, we don't we don't have to say her name but we do to honor her to say her name and honor her for who she was and what all she brought to us you know and, yeah and to also recognize you know what she's really called upon us and passed on to every single one of us to. To, to take on as well you know and just to uphold this this quest for equality, equality and <laughs> equanimity and justice you know true justice within our society true justice it's true um, it's it, you know i wish I'd, i i say this a lot and I, I i guess i just can't um forgive myself for it but i wish i had known how important it was when that happened when she was appointed by bill clinton i wish i had known i was i, I had my head so far up my ass back then it was just ridiculous politics were ridiculous everything was fine and yeah. i wish i had known it's interesting because i think about 
that time in my life. And at that time I was, I was a young mom. I was newly married. No. And the, the, not first, when she was, not when she was appointed really. And yeah. Yeah. And, um, and 93, right? 92, 93. Was it 93? I don't know. It was Clinton. Yeah. He was, he was elected in 92 and I'm pretty okay. sure if he appointed her. So it would have been 92. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And, and please, please fact check us on everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that we're pundits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please feel free to fact check us, but but I know that I was you know like I was I was in my early twenties and I was a young young mom and, and just married and um, I and I was not at all engaged in politics at a national level at that point in time. Um, I had just come off my and I can't again to remember which year. I don't know if it was ninety or ninety-two when I voted for the first time in my personal life for Ann Richards. She was the first person that I ever voted for. Was and and An- I another you know, icon. I, she was a, absolutely an icon. I have Ann, Ann Richards for me personally is in my. Uh, top three living or dead people that I want to have dinner with list. And, you know, yeah. that's, and I'm not going to tell the other two right now. I'll save that for other shows, but, um, <laughs> but she's been there literally since, I mean, she's the, honestly, she was the first public woman that wasn't. And then, and, and, and my, <laughs> I mean, no disregard to, you know, that wasn't a, a punk rock singer or somebody that was, you know, more hardcore, more, she was the first like sort of public statesman, you know, person that like truly inspired me, you know, that sort of broke through my kind of rebellious youth space of whatever I thought, you know, I was very much kind of an anarchist child at that time. And you know, it just, she really like gave me that inspiration and, and, and brought me, she drew me into politics. And so I, you know, to, I, I wasn't at that time, just like you say, you know, I didn't know, I didn't, I, you know, we don't know what we don't know, you know, and, and I didn't and It's understand. sad that we were so it, sheltered it from that stuff. I, I don't know it, if, do you, I mean, I know other people in small Texas towns, uh, that are conservative because almost all small Texas towns are conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I've never really talked to them about that. Like how were they, it, it, I would assume they were raised very, very similarly, like sheltered from the political BS and just told how to vote. Yeah. I'll think about I think, it. I think that that was our culture, you know, to, especially as a, you know, I mean, I don't want to speak for, things I can't speak to, but as, as a white, you know, cisgender female, uh, I was, you know, I was, I was raised in a traditional conservative religious space and women out, you know, and, and for me, you know, I always, I always like to acknowledge that, you know, I was a firstborn child and um, I was a firstborn child to um, a father who came from a family that literally had only had firstborn males for like generations. And he had like eight uncles and they all had firstborn, you know, so it was like this big wow. thing. And I, I came out a girl and, and my father, you know, who, who I love dearly, you know, my father raised me to be a boy, you know, and he taught me everything he knew. And he, he was a Marine. He taught me how to play football. He taught me how to do all the stuff. And, and he gave me all the confidence that, a young 
privileged white male would have. And then yeah. I disappointed everybody by going through puberty and becoming a woman, you know, Damn I just, you. And, and, and by everybody, I include myself because it took years to recognize that I lost privilege by simply going through pu puberty. I just lost, I felt it. It happened. Damn right. Damn right. Overnight, you know, there were, there were roadblocks that I was just flat out. And I, and I know, you know, this experience too, because as soon as that that woman that feminine energy you know presented itself um i had to be put into a defined structure you know a confirmation or yeah we were so so boxed i mean just yeah you know i was listening we're having um sid bullens on a on plutopia podcast and sid was uh, she, he's a transgender man and he has two songs on the uh, soundtrack of Greece uh, when he went under the name of Cindy Bullens and um, it really, I've been listening to it over and over and it really, really shows me how very, very boxed our parents were. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's pink or it's blue, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. You know, we also lost... Helen Reddy. Uh, Helen Reddy. Thank you. I'm sorry. My brain always gets stuck on. I am whatever, woman. Whenever I'm trying to recall names to the universe, please, universe, please give me names. Um, right? That's okay. That, it's, <laughs> I'm here for you. I can, usually I can figure out what you're saying. Not always, but usually I know who you're talking about. But, you know, I mean, it just, it, it was just another, I don't know. Well, she wrote the theme song for us. I know. It just, it was like a kick, you know, after, yeah. after losing RBG and to just have the, the following week. And it's I, like Helen Reddy just said, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I do like really hope that these badass women are, are doing some serious spirit dances in the stars because they deserve, <sighs> they, they deserve some, you know, I think they, they carried a lot of weight. They carried a lot of weight for us. I um, choose to believe that whatever happens to people after they die um i believe part of my belief is that they are added that if they were really really good all their good energy goes to the good part and then the bad energy goes you know and so it flows but i think that their good energy is purposeful i think they're looking around at us and i don't say up or down i mean around because it's everywhere and they're saying we're still here and somebody needs to pick up this damn baton. I feel that they're still here. You know, I know I told you this, but I'll share it with the podcast in general because it was the morning after Ruth Bader uh, passed away. And, um, you know, earlier this year, this is obviously 2020 has just been a ruthless year. Now we are truly ruthless. <laughs> Right. It's, it's really has been, I mean, the, I don't mean to make that as a pun, as a joke, no, it, it, really, it really isn't, you know, it's like, it just yeah, feels so act accordingly. And, and, and this whole year has been, you know, challenging for a lot of different reasons for me personally. I'll just, you know, again, speaking for myself, but it, earlier in the year, my grandmother passed away. And of course she was That's a matriarch right. in my family and it happened during COVID. Um, you know, it was, it was she, not COVID though. It was not, she did not pass from COVID. She was 96 years old and um, she passed from natural causes. Um, but, you know, we were prevented from kind of ceremonially um, 
transitioning her, you know, that it was at a peak time when it happened where yeah. nothing was allowed. And, and so that, that morning piece, it just sort of went past me. And, and, um, when I saw that Ruth passed away, um, and I, you know, I'd received a message and I saw that, um, I, I just started, you know, wailing and it hit me really hard. And I, I really believe, you know, I was just calling up that grief, you know, for my grandmother mm -hmm. and that loss. But that following morning, I got up, I, I tend to get up really early, like in, when it's dark out, like between five and six every morning. And Insanity. I, I live out in the country and I go outside usually uh, in, as long as it's like weather allowable. Um, and I just sit out in the dark and I usually like to, you know, track the moon and, and just track some of the planetary alignments. And this month, um, you know, Venus and Mars have been juxtaposed against each other in the mornings, just sort of feels like, you know, real life. And um, <laughs> it's just yeah. like, yeah. but the skies have been really beautiful. And that particular morning, they were, the sky was just incredibly beautiful. And it was a new moon morning um, or close to it. It was, it was yeah. close to, there was no moon out. It was really dark. And I was sitting there and I, I called out, you know, to Ruth and to my, my grandmother, Granny, who had passed recently. And then my other grandmother, Mama Liz, who had passed several years before. And, and I feel like also maybe I, I wasn't mature enough to really honor her the way she should have been honored in her own life too. You know, she passed when I was much younger, you know, not much mm -hmm. younger, but younger. No, I understand. And, and so all of that, I was having, you know, I was calling out to the skies and the stars. And, and as I was speaking out, this incredible, incredible incredible shooting star like went across the sky it started on you know one side of the sky and just shot all the way across and it was a shooting star not a falling star it was wow. like just really powerful and I, I just felt like it was like just the universe you know like just this confirmation this energetic confirmation that their energy was with us and it I is it is a, we just have a, to choose if we were are going to grab a hold of it Yes, it is vibrating for us. And, and we have um, this time right now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's a beautiful that, story. Thank you. <laughs> it really, it really is. It gave me hope. It really gave me some hope. I didn't, you know, in that moment, um, I did not feel like in any way, shape, or form I had been left by anybody. And I don't feel that Ruth has left us at all. I feel like mm -hmm. she is just. She's just transitioned her energy into something even more powerful than it was. Agreed. And now, now we can all access that and we can all, yeah. we can all channel that energy. Like it's there for us. So that's, that's sort of, you know, I know I get like, kind of like, woo wonky, but my name is Screamish. No, and that's sort, I don't of, that's sort of where I go with things. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't think that's wonky. I've, I've, I've been, I've felt uh, Molly Ivins and Ann Richards very oh, present in the last four years, holy. quite honestly. I have missed yes. them. Yes. So, can you imagine what the two of them would make of Donald Trump? Oh my so God. Many, so, so many times. I wish they could moderate the debate. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yes. You're muted. Yeah. Oh, okay. There, the, it, all of a sudden you were muted and I'm not sure why. Yeah. It said the host muted, muted me. So. Oh, shh. I, oh my God. What if that's what we could do for the debate? Cause I, I mean, zoom debate and then just bam. Oh, that's great. No. I, all you see is like the angry red, like, yes. <laughs> 
angry orange. <laughs> that 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 uh, icon that I've been using for him since he since he became he ascended to the throne of the new fascist state of America. Um, I've been using that little emoji, that little orange angry emoji. I mean, it's him. Yeah. They made it for him. They need they to just to. put a little lemon wedge on top of it and make it his I'm hair. So shocked it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Somebody's made one somewhere. That's something we should do, but we're busy. Stephanie, will you please tell the kind people about our guests? Yeah, definitely. I'm really, really excited. Um, so we were able to interview Madeline Eden, and she is currently running for Texas House District 17, which is my district, and that covers Bastrop County, Caldwell County, Gonzales, Cairns, and Lee County. And so um, it's, you know, really interesting space. She's running against John Sirier, um, who won during the last election, but the uh, Democratic candidate that ran against him at that time got, I think, roughly 42% of the vote is what she told us. She'll confirm, she'll confirm that number in the interview. So listen to get the right number from Maddie <laughs> on that. But nice. we're really excited. She's a, she's a great, you know, she's a great supporter for the community. She is out there doing tons of work. She's a huge activist. And even before she got directly involved in, you know, running for politics and, and, and working as a candidate, uh, she had developed a register to vote system and has literally nationwide registered over a million voters. So Maddie's a huge wow. asset and we are, yeah. we're super lucky, super lucky to have her on the show. Um, yeah, she's cool. And, yeah, exactly. I'm super excited. And then just as awesome, uh, we have Erin Zwiener that's going to be on our show as well. And she is serving her first term and she ran uh, openly as bisexual um, and really, again, a great asset for our community, for the queer community, and is out there just, you know, she's a fifth generation Texan author, educator, and just plugging away for us, really doing the hard work every single and day. And an incumbent. And, and yeah, she is an incumbent and she's working to keep that seat blue. And so um, District 45, you know, keep your eye out for her. She's, she's looking for your vote. We're looking for y'all to get out there and really support these candidates. And then of course, you know, it's October. And even though politics are scary, we, um, <laughs> we're gonna try to have some fun. So we'll probably have a couple of surprise guests for you along the way in October. And that would be fun. Yeah. We'll I wonder play. who it's gonna be. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> So um, that's that's what we've got this this uh, month coming up, and uh, yeah, but there's that with those two candidates, there's there's so much going on in Texas. I mean, you know, yeah, I've got Wendy Davis running in my district, who's you know I've said before is just gerrymandered. I mean, we look like the state of New York. You know, it's yeah. like this, and it has a little thing. It's awful. It's just awful. It's uh, but Wendy Davis, we hope, is going to beat Chip Roy. I saw an anti-Chip Roy uh, ad today. Not pro Wendy for some reason. Just anti-Chip Roy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I tend. To, I mean, it, it's not difficult to be anti-Chip Roy, but I do think that we should be a more pro our candidates. You know, right? really, really you would think. uplift them and lift them forward. I really would prefer not to even have to talk about or acknowledge. The other candidates and give them any of that power you know how i feel about words and power i'm 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 a mat yeah but sometimes <laughs> sometimes you have to use the words and i'm sorry that they named that man chip that's just not fair well oh no 
<laughs> you know what? It's on the airplane mode, even. Oh, the it, the phone rang. You didn't hear it, really? It was a vibration. I felt it. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. Everybody who's Zooming, there you go. Yes, it's like multi-sensory. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. It's a multi-sensory event. Yeah. yeah, so it's, so it's surprising um, to me. There's a lot of I think great women candidates running in Texas, and we can thank RBG for that, right? Like absolutely, another, another yes. Great thing we can thank her for. Um, MJ Hagar is running against John Cornyn, and yes, please. Oh my vote. God, I, I just like I I want that race. I, I mean, I want that to resolve so bad. Like we couldn't get Ted Cruz. Maybe we can get Cornyn. Oh, it's. I just, you know, just the energy and the, I mean, it's, you know, but even, even just putting politics aside, like Corin, Corin has not been engaged with Anyone. whatever he's for, I mean, forever. He, he just, he's so, he's so checked out. He shows yeah. up in DC to vote on something and then he comes home and hangs out at his house. It's just, it's just super, you know, MJ, she's just a powerhouse. Mm -hmm. um, she's, I love her right now that she's, she's got the, 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 the mem going around about her tattoos, you know? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just really calling them out. Like, you, you know, what are you going to do? Like I have tattoos covering scars. Yeah. Right. You're going to, what do you want to judge me? You want to see, you know, it's like, you I, I just i really oh, appreciate you yeah she's and so yeah I'm, I'm a huge supporter i hope and these are it. you know women who someday may be you know state senators and then are are maybe they can go for you know president, president vice president. president yeah why not i mean yes. <laughs> you know they'd say that you know women can do anything so so far that's not panned out to be the truth but um we're getting better and thank god it's you know for women like all of these women who are running for congress running for senate this this is just it's amazing how many more there are than even when you and i were in school yeah yeah it's and yet it's, it's not it's a, enough it's not you know it it won't be enough until it is and but it, it continues to be more than it was and we just have to keep pushing that forward like that's really oh, you, you it, know it, i feel like there's an active pushback on that they are oh yeah there's an like active, with this this pow, power never seeds itself <laughs> well no i'm well sometimes it does actually mm. i mean there have been leaders who have stepped down like george washington he stepped down after two terms he yes says. But, but he was ceding power to an ideology that he deeply believed in so it was a part of the process of that but right you know, power unfortunately more often than not tends to especially there the power, are some especially the power we have in place right now where it's it's just so corrupted and ingrained in what it is that it and it this particular to, power is not going to seed no he's already not. told us he's it's, already said it it's not but it's still, you know, I think again at that local, you know, state and local level, it's interesting to see just the shifts that are happening, you know, just the people that yeah. are getting more involved. That I mean, we have a ton of friends in general, and both of you and I can probably, you know, pull some names off the top of our head of just people that you see them every day. They are like working their asses off to make things happen. 
and I've been on Facebook for, you know, 12 years or whatever. And I know that I've not seen all of that activity consistently in that, you know, it's like, this is something that has really, really ticked up in the last few years mm -hmm. for sure, yes. you know? Yes, yes, and yes. So it, it is noticeable and it is real, you know, but there's just, you're right. There's a lot, we're way behind. We're way behind on the ball and there's a lot of work that has to be done. Um, there's no way around that, you know? Yeah. But you know, COVID is, is COVID. We all have to take care of ourselves. We all have to be responsible, but we need to have some like pool party carpool serve, you know, where we figure out how to help, well, how to help well, each other get to the polls. Last, uh, last in 2018, I remember that Lyft was giving free rides to the polls. Yeah. Um, and now that it's coronavirus, you know, I don't know what's going to happen there. They, you know, they still work. Yeah, because I I get a hold of them all the time and now even and you just have to get in with a mask on and tell them you don't have COVID, you know. Yeah, but so I I think you know those things are going to be critical for us though. And the other thing that I saw, and I think this is kind of something for us to be mindful of. Um, you know, somebody had posted like, and and okay, so for me personally, I I vote every year that there is an election in the fall, I vote on my birthday because typically I'm able to for early voting and I vote wearing a Halloween costume because that's who I am. Um, this year, people are recommending strongly, it, there's sort of a, I don't know, if, I don't, I'm gonna make up a hashtag, like a hashtag vote plain campaign where you show up to the polls plain, like, yeah. Nobody don't knows them, who you're voting for. Don't give them any reason whatsoever to call you out and push you out of that line. You know, like, you know, blue jeans and a black t-shirt, plain, just whatever, yeah. you yeah. know, just, it just is, and, and whatever, whatever that means to each individual, obviously, but the main and key thing Wouldn't is, wear this, probably. Yeah, and, and honestly, <laughs> yeah, that and, and legitimately, even on a non-plane election, you would not be allowed to wear that. But I would say I wouldn't even wear this with my spider web on it. Like, I I just am going to be very nondescript. And so now, now you've become afraid to be no, yourself. I'm not, no, I'm I know afraid. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying that yeah. now there's a, it, it's not just you. It's all of us. Absolutely. Now we're, you know, I mean, now Absolutely. just stand like this and don't look at anybody. You know, you just go forward and do, that's not America. No, it's definitely not America. But um, in this context, I really just like to think of it as being strategic and you know, we have a task. Oh, that we, yeah. Oh, right. Sure. We have okay. a task okay. we have to yeah. accomplish. And because, um, the, you know, the reality is, is right now, I am okay personally with prioritizing that need over my own, I, you know, my own need oh. to express myself, right? Yes, like, yes, That's the most yes. important thing right now. And uh, rest assured, I will be <laughs> expressing myself freely in many other ways. <laughs> well yeah absolutely and so you know I, I i think that it you know different whatever extreme extreme times call for extreme measures and if that means that i can't you know be dressed as a full-blown physical witch for halloween which by the way is not actually a costume for me just a part of my daily life uh that's fine that's right. right that's that's fine i'll be fine 
it's uh, it still feels very much like a scare tactic and encroachment uh, on my liberties. So, I mean, I yes. can't, and I'm not going to get, it's not that I'm not going to vote plain yeah. because yeah. I will. Well, just like I'm you said, but saying, it's I'm not like, even saying that people have to or not, but it's something no, no, no. that's out there, right? You know, right. It's like, and I, I wasn't considering it, honestly, but I certainly wasn't considering wearing anything pro Biden or, or, you know, well, it's an election. Trump. You, you can't wear anything political. That's right. like up, an actual up to a it, certain up it, to a certain point. Yeah, you can't make any kind of political statement at all with any of whatever you have on, and so that yeah. that's always been that's always been true. You've never been able to do that. Right. Um, I think what they I think what people are calling out right now is just that there's such an extreme push to find any opportunity to invalidate people's voting um, to just not give that power away. Now, on the flip side, I could say we should all show up in full-blown costume, which, by the way, I have personally been advocating for for about 30 years now, okay? <laughs> and still, I am usually the only person in costume when I go vote. Okay, so... You need to make a hashtag. This is, this is my thing. So, to me, it needs to be either or, okay, like... <laughs> no, it's I honestly don't care what anybody does. I want people to just get out and vote and believe that they can and should vote and do whatever they need to to exercise their right and responsibility. I just like, can I emphasize this enough? It is our responsibility to go out and vote and we need to go do it. You know, it is, so if we don't, it, rest assured, we will lose it. And proof of that is the fact that almost the entire country didn't vote in the last election and we are now losing our rights. That's what happens when you don't participate in your government. And it is not the government. It is our government. And if the we, last presidential election. Yeah, the last presidential election specifically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just a huge there's a huge number of people that don't show up for all of our elections. And the team was is, pretty good though. Yeah, it was much better. And I think it's I think we're gonna continue to improve that. I mean, the yeah. number of registrations that have happened just in Texas alone over last year are are yeah. very encouraging very very encouraging and so yeah it really is i hope i'm 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 hopeful of a few things and i'm also uh, very pessimistic about other things which is why we get along because you're much more optimistic than i am <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's balance <laughs> that is what it's about what do you say yeah. All right. Um, this this, awesome. this has been awesome. I love our team team records. They're fun, and um, I'm sure that everybody else loves them too. We are a fascinating couple. <laughs> Sounds like it's time to go. <laughs> I gotta go. All right. Have a great Bye, one. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>